to me on the couch she's give me the old side eye why give me side eye ween huh give me the old side eye uh say dog is down on the floor walking around as she likes to do looking over the cat trees i don't see the cats <laughs> so that means they are upstairs <laughs> shitting on my bed they're shitting on my bed that's what they do they're shitting on my bed my name is Stu. it is stinky and kind of kinky if you think about it <laughs> oh god um how was your day everybody how was your day was it good god bless america i hope it was good why because today is Thursday, April 6th. I wanted to say March, April 6th, 2020. Trace, uh, hopefully you had a good day at work, a day at school, good day doing whatever the hell that you were doing today. If you didn't have a beer, go to bed, wake up, tomorrow's Friday. Friday, it's a motherfucking Friday. I gotta do a fucking Friday tomorrow. Or a fuck you Friday. I've been kind of slacking on the fuck you Fridays. A lot of it has to do with the fact that I haven't really had a whole lot to say fuck you about. But sometimes you need, need to dig deep and come up with a couple things that you can say fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, you. <laughs> Ugh, God. Hey, if you're new to the podcast, um, this is what the podcast is. It's just me rambling about shit. Uh, I'm Stu McAllister, the host. I was a comedian a long time, a social worker for a long time. And now I just make mistakes. I just make mistakes. Do I want to make mistakes? No. <laughs> am I good at making mistakes? Clearly. Clearly I am. Uh, I, I quit my job last week. I did not have a job uh, lined up. The job was stressing me out completely. And uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't take it. I, I feel like my uh, mental health and physical health are more important than uh, the job. So uh, I said sayonara, and there you go. It's unfortunate, but... Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. So today, today I had a, a job interview. How about that, everybody? I'm on the hustle. I'm trying to get shit done. I'm trying to not be a complete fucking low life uh, sponge on society. And I can't, I can't say I'm a sponge on society. I'm not fucking. No one's giving me any money. I'm not collecting uh, unemployment. I'm not getting any kind of fucking uh, services from the government. If you are getting services from the government, I sincerely hope you need it. I truly believe in uh, social uh, service uh, uh, programs. 
that help people in need. I get it. I talked about how a, a lot of food stamps, people are losing out on food stamps, which is all very unfortunate. But So I had a job interview today. I go to it. Um, it's it's uh, one of my... Uh, it's my go-to job driving. I, I like driving. <laughs> and uh, it's a, a delivery job for tires. It's a tire wholesale company. And so it's then just picking up the tires from the company and then delivering them to uh, retail stores, uh, Discount Tire, Bell Tire, whoever, right? And so I... I I go in and it's it's way out in the middle of nowhere, an industrial park kind of place. And I get there, I get there a little early. Uh, the parking lot's kind of goofy. Someone backed into a spot. And that's the thing now. A lot of people are like, why do people back into spots? The older I've gotten, the more I'm like, uh, I totally understand why people back into spots. Totally. It has nothing to do with anything other than I think it's easier to back into something than to back out of something, if that makes any sense. It's easier for me to take my time and work my way into uh, the spot. Everything's kind of stationary. But when you're backing out of the spot, there's traffic and people walking around and whatever. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck that. So I totally will back into spots or... My favorite is the goddamn pull-through. You, you guys do the pull-through where there's the two spots and you can pull forward all the way through to the other spot. You're like, oh my God, it's the greatest day of my life. I fucking, I love the pull-through. Is there anything better than a pull-through? I mean, I, I know sex is great and all, but have you, have you ever done a pull-through? <laughs> have you ever done one? It's amazing. I wrote a letter to Penthouse about it once. Dear Penthouse, I can't believe this happened to me. I was at the mall parking lot. It was full as fuck. But then all of a sudden I saw an empty spot. And when I got to it, it was a pull through. <laughs> I never thought that would happen to me. But there was a guy who backed into a spot and he did it over the line. And I didn't understand it because... The parking lot wasn't full at all. There was a lot of empty spots. Why the fuck are you backing into a spot and pulling over the line? And he was just driving a fucking old piece of shit Thunderbird. What the hell? So I walk in and um, it's not a retail store, so they don't have like customers or anything. And, and so there was no one there at the door to kind of greet me. There was like, the warehouse and so there's like the warehouse rats the dudes driving high lows and shit and i'm like going i don't think i'm going to talk to any of those guys so i go into like this office area but again there's nobody there there's no receptionist there's there, there's no office administration there's no nothing so i walk in and i'm just like hello hello and there's a guy there. It's like, hey, hey, how are you? And I'm like, oh, are you uh, Pete or whatever it was his name was? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm coming in. I'm Stu. I'm here to interview for the job. And he's like, all right, great. Tell me about yourself. And there's nothing I hate more than that question. Because I hate talking about myself. I know a lot of people enjoy it. I, I don't. I don't enjoy it uh, meeting new people. 
I don't enjoy it like on a first date. I know you have to, but I, I don't like it. I hate it. And I, I really hate it in a job interview because like, what are you supposed to say? What am I supposed to fucking tell you, man? Ugh, I hate it. So, um, ugh. We go through the spiel. I get, you know, I'm like, hey, uh, I'm a, I'm a failed social worker. I'm a failed uh, comedian. And there we go. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. So we're going, we're going through the conversation. We're talking. We're gelling. We're vibing. And the job seems totally up my alley, to be perfectly honest. But I get to the point where I ask him, and I go, I was like, hey, man. Hey, man. Uh, part of what I need from a job is I need a job that's got a level of uh, career advancement, right? Like, you can't. You, you get to a company and you can't be the fucking uh, dishwasher the whole time. You can't be the bathroom cleaner the whole time, right? Like at some point in your life, you're like, all right, uh, I need to move up, upward and onward, right? And he's like, well, there really isn't that level of advancement. Get up there, Sadie. Come on, stop, stop crying. Stop whining. I don't know if you guys can hear or not, but she's staring at me. She's at the end of the couch. She's got her front legs on the couch, and she's doing the whole, like, I want to get up here, but I can't do it. You can do it. I've seen you do it all the damn time. Get up there. Stop crying. Come on. Well, come here, then. Come here, and I'll pick you up. God damn it. This fucking dog. She'd rather just, she's like a little child. She'd rather just whine and cry about it. And here's the problem, everybody, with my dog, Sadie. Uh, she's old and getting senile and whatever, which is fine. It happens to the best of us. All right, you ready? Here we go. Ah, there you go. You're up. Um, I just put her up. She's up. I can guarantee you in two minutes she'll be back on the ground again. Unless I can put her under the blanket. Come here. Get under the blanket with a ween. Come here. Come here. Come here, Sadie. Yep, that's all right. There we go. There we go. You're both under. Now lie down, Sadie. Lie down. All right. We're all good. And there she goes. God damn it. <laughs> oh. Uh, he basically said there wasn't. There, there was no room for advancement. I'm like, God damn it. It's a big company. He's like, he's like, yeah, it's a multi-billion-dollar company. There's multiple uh, wholesale uh, depots or whatever it's called across the country. I'm like, great. I'm not necessarily saying that I, I want to move to for advancement, but fuck. What he said, and this is what kind of killed me. He's like, well, you could go from a driver to a customer sales rep, and I'm like. You mean answering the phone and taking orders or whatever? And he's like, yep. And I'm like, fuck me. I, um, that would, for me, like it might pay better or whatever, but fuck, that would be like a demotion. I, I'm, I don't think I could sit behind a computer all day. I don't think I could sit in a cubicle all day. Um, I, he said actually a lot of people like work from home now. I don't, I don't think I would be a good person to work from home. 
I'd be sitting here on the computer watching television on Facebook the whole time. I don't think uh, that would be good for me. So um, I was like, well, uh, if you offer me the job, great. I mean, I'd, I'd really have to uh, consider it, you know, like what? What am I going to get long-term? I'm like, fuck, I'm a goddamn old man. I can't just keep doing uh, shitty fucking jobs forever, right? Fuck. Fuckity fuck, fuckity fuck, fuckity fuck, fuckity fuck. So, uh, we, so I left. The guy said he, he liked what I did and he uh, would consider me for the job and whatever. There's another, apparently he's uh, interviewing some other folks. So, I mean, we'll see. I do have another job interview on Tuesday. I had to take some dumb, uh, like personality quiz for Red Bull. Fucking Christ! Um, it made me go. I don't want to work for you, fucking Red Bull. You and your dumb questions. They're like, which of these is most like your personality? And it was like raindrops sunflowers in mountaintops. I'm like, how how am I supposed to fucking respond to this? You fucking idiots. How would you, which of these words best describes your personality? Ah, a dandelion? Uh, a rainbow trout? Or cat shit? <laughs> cat, cat shit. You fucking idiots. You're so dumb. You're selling an energy drink, you fucks. Not even a good one. I, I don't like any of the energy drinks, but I don't think Red Bull's crushing it anymore. Am I wrong? I feel like Monster is taking it over. All the fucking rednecks out there fucking love Monster. I don't I don't see anybody drinking Red Bulls anymore. What The only time you drink a Red Bull is when you're Mixing it with booze. Am I wrong? I don't think I'm wrong on that one. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. Oh, I actually wore my uh, my flipper today. Stu, what's a flipper? A uh, flipper is uh, a fake tooth. I lost a tooth last summer. And I got a flipper that I put in. And... I don't wear it very often. I just don't. I, it doesn't feel uncomfortable, but I can't. You can't eat with it in. So I'm like going, "Oh fuck it! I don't care. This is who I am." But apparently, I was trying to deceive the guy at the wholesale tire place. I got a flipper, dude. Oh, whatever. Whatever. I was talking with my friend Sarah today, and uh, Sarah was uh, Sarah's a friend that I've known uh, since uh, fucking 1999. 1999. And uh, she she used to do she used to be a morning radio lady back down in Charlotte. She worked for a country station down there. And she said they used to get all these people and they'd get, you know, big country stars. And it's a wrestling country, big wrestling territory down there. So they'd get big wrestlers in there. And she said that uh, Ric Flair 
of all people, would come in all the time. Uh, he would just come into the studio or whatever. And uh, she had a picture of him that she sent me. This is a picture of him, her co-host, and Ric Flair. And Ric Flair had a nice old shiner. <laughs> Did he have a shiner from a fight he had the previous nights, too? Was he fighting Hulk Hogan and Hulk Hogan gave him a what for? No, no, nothing like that. Uh, apparently the night before he got into a fight with his fiance or girlfriend and she gave him a shiner. And apparently both of them got arrested. And I'm like going, I asked my friend Sarah, I'm like, was he a piece of shit? Because I just keep hearing things about how he was a he, he's a huge fucking cocksucker. And she said... He couldn't have been nicer to me. He would like bring food into the studio and uh, he was a real nice guy. But Sarah then admits and says he probably was nice because he, he wanted something from her. Like he, he wanted to keep getting on the radio. He wanted to keep being kind of relevant or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that makes 100%. People are always nice to you when they think they can get something from you or you have something to offer to them. And uh, it's unfortunate when you find out that people are huge pieces of shit. And apparently Ric Flair, huge piece of shit. It was unfortunate that he was just really good at his job as a professional wrestler. As a professional wrestler. I ended up going and doing some uh, yard work for a, a listener of the podcast. They're like, hey, you're a fucking bum and unemployed. You want to fucking clean up my yard? And I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. So she had told me the other day, like I went over there and she showed me what she wanted me to do. She's like, do this, do that, do this, do that. I'm like, all right. I got it. And she gave me uh, a garage door opener because she's like, yeah, just come on over whenever. And I was like, all right. And it's been real shitty weather-wise here the last couple of days, right? Cold and rainy and shit. And you're like, fuck this shit. So today was nice enough. So I go over there and she wants me to uh, cut down this like, uh, I don't know what, it, tall grass. It's this, uh, not... Not like lawn grass, but it just, it'll grow like eight feet high or whatever, right? So she's like, cut it down. Cut this shit down. So she's got a tool shed. I go in the tool shed and I managed to fucking hit my head like three times walking in and out of this fucking tool shed because I'm a goddamn giant and they don't make tool sheds correctly for people of my size. So I get out all the shit. I cut down the grass, and I've, it's not anything I've ever done before. So she's like, yeah, just cut it down. And she's like, it'll grow back. And I'm like, all right, I don't um, I don't know how short this is supposed to be, but okay. There was some other shit that was on like the side of the house she wanted me to cut down, and then there was a fence with rope in it. I had to take the rope out of the old fence, and so I'm doing all the shit, and I... And I get it and it's all done there's a she wants me to cut down trim some hedges I'll just I'm gonna do that tomorrow 
That's fucking, it's on, what happened to it is it's got unwieldy. Bushes, bushes can get unwieldy. I, ladies, you guys know what I'm talking about. They, uh, I got some bushes in my backyard that are just, if I, if I don't keep on top of it, I got to trim these bushes. You ladies know what I'm talking about. I got to trim the bushes like twice a year. It's awful. So I'll do it tomorrow. Like these things literally like over the roof of her house. It's too fucking crazy. I got to get rid of those things. So get to it tomorrow. But she's got her garage door. And the goddamn, I've never seen this. You guys tell me. Like I opened the garage door. And then I went to go do the shit. And then at some point the garage door closed. I was like, what the fuck? Like, so I don't know if that's like a security issue thing or something or what, but the garage door will just closed on its own. And I was in there. She had some boxes in there she wanted me to break down. You, you guys ever break down boxes? You ladies know what I'm talking about. And uh, so I'm breaking down the boxes. And when I'm in there, the garage door just like closed on me. I'm like, what is happening here? This is weird. So, but I felt accomplished. Sometimes it's easier to do shit for other people than it is to do your own shit. Like there's shit I could do around my house and my yard. And you know, uh, you know who didn't do it? Me. <laughs> I didn't do shit around my yard today. I probably should have, but I didn't. I didn't. Uh, last night, everybody. Last night, I, I uh, tried to find a movie that I had never seen before. Something that was like, oh, this could be kind of interesting. And I ended up watching a movie called uh, Sick. You ever guys watch that? Uh, it's on Peacock. On Peacock. And uh, it was interesting... To me, because it was a um, movie, well, I don't know if it was a movie made over the pandemic. Um, hold on a minute. I got to do something here real quick. Sorry about this. Oops. Sorry about this, everybody. But it was a movie made about the pandemic. It was uh, the, these college-age students, they're leaving and they're going on spring break. But it's all like everybody's wearing a mask. Everybody's really fucking um, nervous and paranoid about being around people. And you got to do the six feet. So it was very much like the beginning of the pandemic. And um, these two girls, they, they, they're roommates, I guess. And they go on vacation together to this... Uh, cabin they got way out in the woods of course right if there's not a cabin way out in the woods what's the point of the fucking movie right and so uh clearly shenanigans is gonna happen and shenanigans does happen like the psycho killer comes out um and there's i'm gonna tell you guys this not this is not a spoiler but there's a really cool twist that has to do with the pandemic that I I did not see coming. And it was great. It was great. It was great. It it's the kind of movie like 10 years from now, it'd be interesting for for a younger person to kind of watch 20 years from now 
And they'll be like, I don't understand any of the shit that was happening. And I'll be like, yeah, I know. It was crazy, right? But one thing that I hated in this movie, and it happens in all, all the movies, and it makes me go, God, would this really happen in real life? Like, the, uh, the killer comes, right? There's the killer, and he's, he's going to do what, what killers do, right? They, they murder motherfuckers. And he's going to murder the girl, the lady, right? But then, like, the dude who was in the house, the good guy who was in the house, he comes running in, too, and he's fighting with the killer, right? Uh, so that leaves, it's the bad guy, the good guy, and the girl. And then the girl just leaves. She runs. She runs away. Run away. Run away. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why are you helping the dude? The dude came to save your life. The, the killer was going to kill you, bitch. Why aren't you fucking trying to help him? Help the Help him. She ran away. And then they, they get in the car. The two girls get in the car. And they're like, where's Billy? Where's Billy? And then they were like, Billy starts to walk out of the house, but he's dead. <laughs> so, may, All right, there was a spoiler there, I guess. <laughs> but I would encourage you to go watch it. Go watch it. It was uh, called Sick. Sick. It was sick. The movie's sick. And then I didn't feel like going to bed, so I, I looked on Peacock more, and I saw there was a movie there called VHS. And it seemed like it would be pretty cool, like from the synopsis. But then I'm like, I'm watching it, and it was too, it was too much like Blair Witch Hunt. It was all like found footage shit. And um, Blair Witch Hunt was interesting uh, because it was like the first, it was the original. But then like, all the ones that have come subsequently in my brain have all been like, oh, God. All, like, the jittery camera angles and the everything. Things are out of focus. And you're like, oh, my God, what's that? And that's sort of what it was. And I'm like, this is dumb. So I didn't, I didn't finish it because I was falling asleep. And then I'm, like, going, I'm not going back to watch that. There are a lot of things lately that I've started and then I'm not going to finish. Like there are a couple uh, series on HBO Max. I don't mean to brag everybody, but I got HBO Max. You guys got HBO Max? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. But I started watching two different um, TV series on HBO Max. The first was uh, Perry Mason. And... Uh, I remember liking the Perry Mason uh, TV show that was uh, back in the day. I remember liking that. But uh, this Perry Mason, um, not, I, I watched two episodes, and I'm like, I'm out. This is dumb. So then I started watching that other show uh, with The Rock mm, Ballers. Where the Rock plays kind of like this. He's not an agent, but I guess he's like a financial advisor for professional athletes. Because he was a professional athlete. And um, I know it's supposed to be more of like a comedy. 
but I really don't find it humorous. I, 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 I'm not finding it entertaining. I watch a little more of those. I think I watched maybe four or five of those. But I'm just like, this is dumb too, so I'm out. So I'm not, I'm not going to invest my time into shit. How many, how many episodes of a show will you watch before uh, you're, you, you pull the ripcord? Like, you know, people tell you this is great. Like, people have always told me The Wire was great. I watched The Wire once. I went through three seasons of The Wire. And I'm like, when does this get great? And then I finally realized that people were lying to me. And it was never going to get great. So I stopped. <laughs> and then people told me The Sopranos was great. And I watched, I don't know, four episodes of The Sopranos. And I'm like, this is dumb too. I'm out. I don't care. And I'm not going back. I did go back to The Wire. I take it back. I did go back to The Wire. And I tried to watch it a second time because everybody kept talking about how it was the greatest of all time. And uh, the, everyone uh, lied to me. They all, you lied to me. The Wire is a shit fucking television show. It's not good. Don't tell me it's better than Breaking Bad. I'll fucking kick you in the balls. It's not. It isn't. It's not good. It's shit. Don't. No. Never. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. So there we go. Uh, listener Jason is doing something kind of funny. <laughs> or at least I find it funny. I don't know if the rest of you will or not. He's, uh, he's doing a line of the day or quote of the day or whatever. Where he's just taking something funny that I said. So he's gotta he's gotta work really hard for it. He's gotta find something funny that I said during the podcast and he posted it. And so he sent me one today, and it was all about how I had the job interview on Monday. And uh they had me do some dumb fucking quizzes to make sure that I'm not a fucking idiot. And I apparently I said something funny, and he sent it to me, and then I I posted it out there. I appreciate what Jason did. I appreciate what uh, all the listeners of the podcast. If you do anything for me in any kind of way, trust me, I uh, I don't I don't show it as much as I should, and I'm not even sure how I can uh, can can let you guys know how much I appreciate it. But uh, so it's up there. So. Thanks to Jason. Is he going to get a line from this podcast? Fuck no. <laughs> Hell no. This podcast is uh, constant swearing and occasionally funny. And that occasionally doesn't even necessarily mean that it's going to come from every podcast. Occasionally. Once a month, maybe. There we go. There we go. There we go. All right. What is happening here? All right. I saw this little fucking uh, article. I like reading. My life, my life is is difficult. So if I can make my life easier, I want it to be easier. You probably want it to be easier, right? Like, uh, you know, fucking. You want your job to be easier. You want your relationships to be easier. All that kind of shit, right? So there's a uh, an article here, a li listicle. Is that what we call these things now? Listicles. 
nine easy ways to make your life a little better. Fuck yeah, let's fucking, let's fucking do it. All right, number one, try to get natural light every day and treat sleep like your friend. Fuck yeah, I love uh, sleep. Sleep is my best friend. No one, uh, sleep has never lied to me. <laughs> sleep has never let me down. I love you, sleep. I love you, sleep. And getting natural light's important too. I, uh, you know, that's why winters are so difficult here in Michigan. It's dark and gray and dreary. So natural light is awesome. I find it weird when I go to people's homes and they have the shades down all the time. And I'm like, what is this about? Fucking let some light in. Let it into your heart. Fuck. Get some light. I love it. It's good. I need to I need to move to a place where there's more light out. Outsource help with the dating, work, or whatever else is on your mind. This will increase the amount of people who are willing to help you reach your goals. How am I supposed to outsource help with dating? Like, am I supposed to have like my friends set me up on blind dates? Like, what does that mean? Am I supposed to go to like a matchmaker? Don't, I'll tell you this everybody, don't go to a matchmaker. It's a goddamn fucking hoax. Uh, not, I had an experience with a matchmaker and it was bad. It was ungood. Don't do it. It's a scam. Scamarino. So if you guys know what they mean with outsourcing help with dating, please let me know what the fuck that means. Uh, start a small to-do list. All right. Uh, the simple hack that has transformed my life is putting absolutely everything I want to do for myself, my family, and my work on a digital to-do list that I can check off every day. Uh, that is coming from Whitney Goodman, psychotherapist and author of Toxic Positivity, keeping it real in a world obsessed with being happy. Now, I fucking, that's a book I can get down with because uh, I truly believe there are way too many people about like, that's awesome. This is God. Holy shit. You're the greatest of all time. Fuck that. We need more negativity in our lives, am I right? I hate being told everything is great. If everything's great, uh, we're, we're allowing for mediocrity in our lives. So I'm with you, Whitney, on that. I'm not sure about these fucking to-do lists. I hate having to fucking remind myself to make a fucking checklist. Fuck that. Uh, cut through the chaos with meaningful rituals. All right. All right. I'm okay with that. I like a good ritual. I found that my own personal rituals help keep my work-life harmony in check. Whether it's my monthly supper club or my morning ritual preparing a hot beverage, I find that these things ground me even in the busiest of times, says Tina Wells, business strategist advisor and author of a really long titled book that I'm not going to read because fuck you, Tina. I love it. My morning ritual, I get up, I let the dogs out, I put cat food in the cat bowl dishes, I feed the dogs, uh, or put dog food in the dog food dishes, I let the dogs in, let them eat, uh, make my coffee, 
make a little breakfast, uh, watch Sadie Dog take a shit in my house, yell at her, and then move on about my day. It's good. It's good to have rituals, right? I would like to have more, but then it means needing to have more in my life, and I'm not sure I can do that. Uh, take a breather before dealing with your finances. That's a good thing. Before you look at your finances, give yourself a, a two-minute transition exercise. For many of us, money is a serious stressor. Fuck yeah, it is. I think for most of us. You can get rid of many of us. Say most of us. It's a stressor. People who always say money is the root of all evil or whatever, fuck you. Fuck you. I know my life would be a whole lot easier right now if uh, I didn't have to worry about paying goddamn bills, right? But I do. I got to get a fucking job and I got to go pay bills. I recently, I came across a card that I have. Uh, longtime listeners know I collect football cards. I found a, um, I have a Walter Payton rookie card. Walter Payton, one of the greatest running backs of all time. And I have a card and I'm thinking about getting it graded. And uh, my buddy Chad, who's into collecting cards, sent me a screenshot of some stuff from a Beckett price guide thing. And a, a grade 10, which is the highest grade you can get in grading cards. Like a grade 10 card was like $40,000. Now, do I think the card that I have would come back as a grade 10? No. I, it's a nice looking card, but they get real fucking, they're sticklers on shit. But it would be fantastic if I got a grade 10 and then I could find someone who would give me $40,000 for it. Because <laughs> then I could use that money and make my life a little easier right now. Fuck. I need to start playing the lottery. <laughs> Play the lottery. Say hi to your neighbors. Fuck. Fuck. Really? I got to say hi to my neighbors? Dicks. My neighbors are dicks. My neighbors are weirdos. I mean, I try, I'm friendly, right? But I've never gone next door and like welcomed the neighbor to the neighborhood. I've never baked anyone a fucking pie. And I think it's because nobody ever did that for me when I moved into this house. Nobody ever came up, nobody's ever fucking talked to me ever at any point. Uh, on a regular basis, I'll say it on a regular basis, right? Just, I mean, I'll, I'll wave at people, whatever. Shove, uh, shovel their snow blow, the fucking sidewalks, all that shit. Fuck. My tip is to acknowledge the people I pass on the street. A smile, a nod, a hello. I live in a smallish town, and while I know this can be a safety issue for some, I have found in my little community that I feel more a part of it, and I feel like I'm contributing. Even if it's this very small acknowledgement on daily walks, says Lizzie Post, co-president of the Emily Post Institute. All right, Lizzie, go fuck yourself. She wrote Emily Post Etiquette, the Centennial Edition, and Higher Etiquette, a guide to the world of cannabis from dispensaries to dinner parties. Oh, Lizzie Post likes to fucking smoke the devil's lettuce. Good for Lizzie. I wonder how Emily, I'm sure who was her, like, grandma... I wonder how grandma feels about you fucking uh, partaking in jazz cigarettes, Liz. Liz. 
you know what? If I lived in, in an area where people were a little friendlier, then maybe I would be more likely to be howdy-do. Uh, prioritize the people who prioritize you. Yes, I've said this all the time. You got to cut out people in your life who aren't uh, doing things for you. There, there are several people who've been in my life who only connect with me when they need shit or whatever, right? And that's always frustrating to me. I found a lot of that, a lot of that uh, in the comedy world, right? Now that I've uh, pretty much, I, I don't work the road anymore. I'm not searching out gigs. A lot of people stop talking to me. A lot of people can't get anything from me anymore. So cut people out. Choose people who choose you back. All right, I like it. Uh, reach out to that friend you're thinking about right now. All right. If a friend comes to mind, contact them. It could be a text, a DM, a meme, or even an email. If all you say is thinking of you, I just want to say hi, that is good. Says uh, Jeffrey Hall, professor of communication studies at the University of Kansas. All right. I like that. Every once in a while I do. I, I fucking, I'll shoot a message to somebody. and be like, hey man, sup dude? Sup, dude. And they're like, sup. And then I'm like, nothing. And they're like, all right. And I'm like, okay, I'll get a hold of you in two years. <laughs> so it works. Uh, make out with your partner every day. I don't have a partner. Uh, Vanessa Marin, sex therapist, and Xander Marin, authors of Sex Talks, the five conversations that will transform your love life. Fuck you, Vanessa and Xander. What kind of name is Xander anyway? Xander with an X? Fucking Xander. I'm assuming that's Alexander. That would be my guess, but... One small thing you can do to live better is make out with your partner every night before bed. Every night? Every night? <laughs> Jesus, it sounds great when you're like 20, but when you're in your 50s, you're like, I don't feel like it. I'm gassy. I don't want to make out with you. I got to take a dump. <laughs> Over time, couples in a long-term relationship stop touching and kissing throughout the day. For many couples, the only physical contact they have is when they're having sex or trying to initiate it. What's wrong with that, Vanessa? But if this is the only time you're touching or kissing, that starts to create pressure. Oh, no. Yeah, pressure in my pants. If your partner tries to touch you, you might find yourself pulling away because you don't want it to lead to more. Or you might start avoiding physical contact altogether. All right, I get it, Vanessa. God, you sound like a nag. <laughs> Xander must be her fucking brother. <laughs> Not her husband. But anyway, so those are the nine things. <laughs> Were any of them helpful to you? Do you do any of them? Please tell me that you do some of them. Right, you're cutting out shit bags. Don't cut out shitty podcasts, though. Leave shitty podcasts in your life. As a matter of fact, you need more shitty podcasts in your life. You need to subscribe to the Patreon. Go subscribe to my Patreon. What is that, Stu? Well, the Patreon is a paywall, so if you want whatever is on Patreon, you got to pay for it. For me, it's just five bucks a month. And what do you get for it? You get a lot more podcasting, a lot more shit. So if you love this shit, 
or if you like this shit, you'll love that shit because it's just more shit. So go check it out, everybody. I'm going to end on that. I'm going to end on a sales pitch for my Patreon, a real bad one. Uh, if you guys can do me a solid, like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page, the Elemental Podcast, that would be great. If you could do the whole rate, review, subscribe, that'd be great. And as I said, if you don't like this podcast, that's fine. Just go away. You don't need to fucking write a bad review. Who are these assholes who write bad reviews about podcasts? Jesus Christ. If it's not your cup of tea, fucking go away. Just stop listening. And I get it. Trust me. This podcast is not for everybody. And I'm not trying to make it for everybody, right? I'm not a people pleaser. Fuck them. So if you could do that, that'd be great too. Uh, I already mentioned the Patreon. If you could check out my T Public store or my Macari store, that would be great too. Uh, buy some shit for me. If you can't find it, let me know, and I will send you the links to both the T Public and the Macari. And then if you could do the five things for me, uh, if you could check out the Sunday Slaw on Facebook, that's Adam and Stephanie House, a married couple. Who uh, they eat a lot of coleslaw, everybody. They eat a lot of coleslaw and they do Facebook lives of themselves eating coleslaw. And they've been down in Kentucky, probably uh, drinking whiskey coleslaw or eating whiskey coleslaw. I don't really know, but they've been having a good time, it seems like. So go check them out on Facebook, The Sunday Slaw. Check out Extra Levels Gaming on Facebook and their website, extralevelsgaming.com. It is a retro video game store. So if you're into old video games, check them out extralevelsgaming.com and uh, I'm sure they sell new games as well too. Check them out extralevelsgaming.com Check out Magic JBM on Facebook that's my boy John Midgley he is a very talented individual with art, magic social work, everything he's probably doing goddamn miracles for all I know but if you can check him out on Facebook Magic JBM that would be sweet and then uh, if you check out Bear Boards and Tables on Instagram, and they got a link to their Macari store. That's Bear like a Grizzly, Bear Boards and Tables. Uh, Mark makes a lot of stuff out of wood. I actually uh, ordered a frame from him. He's making a frame that's going to hold some of my football cards. So I put my money where my mouth is. I'm encouraging you to go buy shit from him. I've bought shit from him. So if you could do that, that'd be great. Mention uh, the Elemental Podcast and get a 0% discount. How about that? Uh, bear like a grizzly, bear boards and tables on Instagram. And last but not least, check out my main man, Matt Harper, over on TikTok and Instagram. He's still trying to keep it real with the young kids by being on TikTok. He's got a store over on Etsy, Barefoot Gnome. Go buy some of these clay gnomes that he makes. It's really cool. I purchased shit from him too. Go check him out. He's got an art show coming up. Uh, I'm not sure when, but uh, if you go if you go follow him on TikTok and Instagram, I'm sure that he's got a link up to where he will be. But you can always order shit from him through the Etsy store, Barefoot Gnome. So do all those five things if you could. Consider subscribing to that Patreon. Uh, so I will see you guys tomorrow for the Patreon, or I will see you on Monday for the next freebie. You guys are great. I love you. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you later. Have a good day. Okay, bye.